Ugh. We got Big Mama Borda here with us. You know, a little surprise. A little surprise, guess. I don't know. We we ain't going by her government, you feel me? We don't know, we don't know her uh, alias yet. So we just, she's just Big Mama Borda for today, you feel me? OG Bortski. It's cool because of me right now. <laughs> on me, undefinable, underscore, you feel me? Oh. <laughs> I'm low-key, like, literally an incognito like that. Yeah. Like I'm just the voice, I like it. <laughs> Big Mama Borchki. This is a show that you have to be high for, because... I ain't gonna let tell you it's too much talking. Motherfucker <laughs> gets to forget some shit, but the weed always keeps the conversation going. Especially when you ain't gotta pass it. Fast. Facts don't gotta pass it for any guest that comes on this show. Well, well Bort, Bort was a little late to the party, so she might, you know, she she can get a little pass. That's Bort though. She couldn't get the little pre-roll joint, you feel me? She couldn't get, get settled in. Yeah. So, look, I was, I was getting dressed, and I was like, damn. Why well, I look like Trig off the shot? <laughs> I hate you. I definitely cannot stand you. Hell, duh. Oh, fuck, we always oppose this nigga's third thing. That's when we catch up. Because the little look, the nigga always stand with his hand crossed, mad as hell. Like, nigga, what you mean? What you mean you did this? It's like, he always so disappointed in somebody. Man, that nigga crib with old boy in the That nigga do to the man. Mm-hmm. Smacked old boy with the staff. Like, he was oh, like, bro, what the fuck? Kids went to a dance. I said, I, I didn't get too far into the shot yet. You ain't get too far into the shot. Yeah, All right, let's put a disclaimer, motherfucker. We just spoiled the fuck out of this fucking show. Like, I'm glad I was, was like listening to, like, four, half of things. I was like season four. I've never seen a single episode of it. My brother been trying to get me to watch it, but... It's a great show. I, I ain't gonna lie, it's just nostal- nostalgic for me, you feel me? Because I get to see streets that I used to walk on, you feel me? Seeing niggas get robbed and shit. They make that shit look happy as fuck, though. <laughs> oh, my soul. It's toxic uh, as hell. They make that shit fuck, look happy as a bitch. Well, the fuck you want about the shot is that everything great be going so good, and then boom, motherfuckers get popped out of the Because that's how Chicago is, bro. That one, Remember like, what Herb said? Kobe, and then, it, like, then we waited, what, three seasons later where we forgave a motherfucker. I ain't, forget, I ain't forget that nigga. I ain't saying and let's forgive him for killing a kid, but the nigga clearly... Let's not forget that they Clearly. killed that they killed my man's trying. they killed my man's the uh, season before because he did he got all touchy feely with the uh, co-host you see my Easy E player yeah, he, they had to kill him off he ain't take to get killed they had to kill him off though like was it, lame as fuck. No, it wasn't lame but you feel me it, it was, was a, it was you feel me it was it was a, it was an unfortunate situation yeah. I hope I hope he's having a, a flourishing career like we ain't seen him in shit since but I hope his shit done well I hope he get the movie said Superfly in the city <laughs> you feel me. That's my movie. Oh, God. Clearly, it is my movie. Excuse me. And I hate that people think that, like, Superfly should work for everybody, but I don't think they really understood the dynamics of the relationship. Like, every dude wants a. Um, Superfly goes to show how much black people can thrive. 
Like it's just more of like a smart black says, man, not black people, a smart black man. True. Because let's let's not forget. Oh, no, they saw how ignorant It was some backdoor motherfuckers in oh. Superfly now. The little dumbass nigga who who uh who started the whole shit. He upped the pole on Buddy, got it, got kicked in his shit, and then he fucking shot the girl in her stomach. And then uh, they had to pay them bitches off. Then he got his uh place shot up. Yeah, yeah, that nigga was a walking trickle effect. The fuck me up with Superflower, I noticed though, it's like the dynamic between every person that Priest or Eddie was connected with. So we got the entitled cousin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We got the two girlfriends. We got the rider, and we got the actual girlfriend. And then we got the nigga that's hating on everything this nigga got while he already eat. But but if you if you keep it a buck, that's how the streets the really is. Right now. Okay. That's how the streets really is, though. Like niggas be beefing and be cousins. Niggas right. be beefing and be hey. best friends. Y'all heard that. That too. That that too. Fuck you talk that too. Y'all heard that song "Fuck My Cousin" part two. Nigga, I ain't hear part two, but I heard "Fuck My Cousin." Mm, no part two got Oh well, yeah, I heard that shit. Oh shit! So you want to tell me about your little fun fact? What's my fun fact? Fuck my cousin. <laughs> I know it's not. It's not about you. Oh shit! Uh, that <laughs> fucking let's say Osama, my low key cousin. Like yeah, by yeah, <laughs> let's say Osama, my cousin about like marriage or some shit. My my auntie, my auntie came running up to me like, yeah, I'm trying to get my nephew to get. On you. I'm like, auntie, I really, I just be making music for fun. You feel me? Well, that's what I was making it for fun. I'm just like, oh, I ain't really trying to get into it. She like, yo, he actually doing good in Chicago. I'm like, who you talking? About? He's like, like Lil, Lil say something. It's something, something. I, I'm like, are you talking about Lil Zay or something? Like, she's like, yeah, that's his name. I'm like, that's your nephew. Like, I'm your nephew. She said, yeah. I'm like, so that's my cousin. Like. <laughs> Oh, I saw. I'm like, well, shit. When you told me that shit, I'm getting told with Shady for me. Fuck you, talking about? <laughs> yeah, I fucking make a song with folks. Oh my kids, I'm bringing through. I see. Yeah, we can get it in. Shit. Here we go. Let's get the start. What's going on, classmates? If you are listening and you are tuned in, you are the first listeners of the first episode of the High Class Podcast. I'm your co-host, Nonsense, and that's with two ends. And I ain't even going to really give you too much on me. That's not what this episode about. We're going to get into our founder, you feel me? Our man with the plan. If I'm the man with the braids, he's the man with the fade. This is our boy, Chandler Leonardo. What's up, my guy? How you feeling, my boy? I'm all good. I'm all good. Man, so I honestly just want to hit a hit. what was the, the, the thought process of putting into this? Because you was the... You are the focal point of this. You are you have started all this. This is you. This is your show. I'm just you feel me, like you said, uh, Gianni to your your Michael Rainey. I do all the talking. You feel me? I'm the vocals. You feel me? I just do the voice. But let's you hope br- they see this video. You feel me? You, you know, you know. Let's hope they see it. But you know, you the brains. I'm the voice. Tell me about it. What what got you started? What made you want to do it? Man, shit. This idea. This. Show itself has been an idea I've been sitting on for about five years, man. Like, shit, I think I was telling you on the goddamn metro train on the way to work. Damn. When I was at a goddamn gas station, man, before it got burned down. <laughs> That's a story for another day. Yeah. Man, Corona seven, was crazy. 7-Eleven STL, a totally different story for another day. Too much shit. But, uh... <laughs> Man, so 
Shit, when I told you the idea, you was like, nigga, don't tell nobody that idea until. I definitely remember that conversation. Because somebody will try to, I said, somebody will try to steal it. And us being what we are now, we are not prepared to do that. You told me that nigga came up with that shit. That's when I was ready to start moving on. I definitely remember that conversation. No, but you, are. <laughs> you funny as hell. But you are shady as fuck. God damn. <laughs> he said, okay, so you already expect these people gonna be listening. You know, you already know the shade that you're gonna be throwing, go already get caught. I feel you. Courtney, we talked about some other shit earlier, and I kind of want to get your opinion on it. I feel like it is a giant fucking disconnect between men and women on every aspect of a relationship possible. Whether it be communication, sexual, understanding, compliancy, being submissive, being uh, receptive, being any type of anything, men and women are completely on two separate planes on the fucking earth. And I feel like, you know how they say opposites attract, that's bullshit. I feel like two likely minds can still be of the opposite sex, you know, just because you got a dick and I got a, I mean, I got a dick, you got a vagina, that's fucking stuff, that's fucked up. But doesn't mean it needs to be a disconnect. You feel me? Like we can still think like minded. We can still come to some type of precise on it. Something. But I feel like everything is just—it's a like I said, just disconnected in every way, shape, or form possible. And I kind of want your opinion on it. Okay. So first off, I think one of the biggest disconnects when it comes to any relationship that you're trying to go into is the biggest hardcore word of anything, and that's called compromise. I think that nowadays everybody feels like there's other fish in the sea and they see in other people's relationships do this. And I think a where lot does that come from? A lot of that comes from social media activity. I think that because we're so invested in each other's lives, we're always comparing ourselves to what somebody else has instead of realizing that maybe I'm not in that situation. And I think one of the biggest other issues with social media is there's too much access. And she to, hitting it on the nail, y'all. Feeling like people can be replaceable. And I think one of the biggest issues. I, I, I honestly want you to elaborate, elaborate on that more. Besides people are replaced. Why do people feel like people are so replaceable? Get that. I think the other issue besides compromise in relationship that a lot of people are having um, an issue is, is compromise compared. But I think the biggest thing is really getting to the nitty gritty of why this person is important to me. And I think that oftentimes especially as black people we're impulsive and the moment you're pissing me off so i'm not using my words of respect and care and concern when i'm speaking to you and those arguments turn into something way more deeper because in that moment we're not respecting the person that's in front of us because in that moment bitch i can replace you this other bitch mm. don't act like that because mm. we have so many other feel like you could just fill up a roster full of niggas off i still have other you things still like holding my attention where you're not as valuable as you should be in my life mm. and a lot of that comes from healing if you're not healed and you don't love yourself no one will ever be able to but on a, a lot of people be out here fake hurt they be hurt over some shit that happened 13 years that. ago and then be trying to hold on. I to agree that with shit. that. And I think a lot of people try to still blame mommy and daddy for why I'm fucked up and well, uncle did this and um I my cousin did this when I was little and you don't understand the last bitch did this. And that's why I say a place of being healed. Them excuses. We they're excuses. Regardless if we want to say they're not in that moment, that's not why you did what you did. And you I feel like and I but feel like outside of cheating, we 
not, but you see how the conversation just kind of naturally drifted towards cheating. Like, but it's it, not just always. I think one of the biggest things is it's not always about cheating, and cheating don't start with the. physical But I feel like it, no, it, I ain't gonna lie. It starts with an accusation. It starts with an accusation. Because and honestly, it. niggas, I ain't gonna lie to you. Niggas don't be on shit. Sometimes a, a bitch. Is, I know niggas who really be man. Mind you, I'm not niggas when I say niggas, but I know niggas who Loki just be cooling and they girls just be on their ass for no reason. And next thing you know, they he like shit. I might as well see what the bitch talking about. You think she want to fuck me so bad? Shit, I might want to see what they talking about. They go see it without the bitch still being alone. They do, but you know, you feel me? Niggas, and I think so many niggas don't like leaving home though. I'm gonna get to that point. Yeah, niggas don't like leaving home when a nigga comfortable. He gonna sit in that. He gonna but sit. But that, that goes to my other issue. It ain't right. Comfortability. But, Most of us all have that one person we know that's my piece. But when that motherfucker starts to get shaky, you still gotta go over. No, where where that comes from, they stop. You get you get comfortable with that person being your piece. You stop going over and beyond for that person. You stop doing what you did before. There you go. You got. I ain't gonna lie. People. The romance in relationships is gone. Gone and obliterated. And most of that comes from a person still being worried about it. I'm not going to do more than what I feel like another person is doing for me. And no one wants to be able to take that step because they don't want to have that compromise of having... Like, I'm the type of person, I take shirt off my back for you and I don't care if I get that bitch You know, back. I know. Some people are like, so if I took my shirt off for you, the next time I see you, you should be able to give me your shoes. Like, they're always waiting for yeah. the next situation where I should Man. be able to ask the same thing of you. And oftentimes, they don't know that you just got those shoes from somebody else. Man. And they don't know your situation. But a lot of that comes from sometimes we overspeak. In. We overspeak. Sometimes we come in conversations with pride. Oh, yeah, I'm doing this for myself. I'm doing that the whole time. We might have $2 in our bank account. And we're not really being honest because we don't want enough, the next motherfucker to know what we really got going on. Hey, if you got $2 in your bank account right now, this is an unsponsored uh, podcast, but go get Chime. They have <laughs> spot me. They will give you up to $100. As a matter of fact, I'm at about $145 right now. Yeah, it's up to $200, but that's now if you're a person. Up, uh, let you money. Look, you hear me? Look, cat, look, that's cash up. I'm talking about Chime because I'm fucking with Chime. Go ahead. My spot me is at one hundred and like fifty dollars. If you good, you know you when you join it's forty dollars. If they start fucking with you, that's a cool little hundred every extra week that you could just you family go over your shit. You gonna have to pay it back though. Only catch is getting a job. Yeah, you gotta you get ain't a job. Got no job. You gotta have a job. Get a job. Get a fucking job. Or some form of income. Hustle, nigga. Do something. Some. But back to what we were saying before, because. You, 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 a hell of bad. Square Cash themselves is a work at home job. Mm-hmm. You can like literally make like up to twenty five dollars an hour working at home, just telling people unlocking and unlocking people's cash at the Yeah, just message, <laughs> just messaging them on a little messaging. Yeah, yeah. And they give you, they give you a monitor, they yep. give you a computer. If you don't got internet, they'll hook that up for you. For the people who are trying to start <laughs> their OnlyFans shit, and you need a computer. <laughs> Go ahead, start working for uh, start working for Cash App. They need motherfuckers. You get the laptop. I'm sure you worked there for a week. You can get the motherfucking camera. You can start popping that motherfucker in a week while working for Cash App. Go ahead, get your OnlyFans started. But I think it's just people not being like really just open. And I think that sometimes, like when I say healed, 
healed from your your family trauma, healed from your past relationship, healed in general. If you go into your next situation not having that self-love, how does a person even know how to love you? How do you know what you do and do not like if you're not willing to explore those options because you're so busy worried about what you got going on? And that goes back to like anybody who's ever done psychology, anybody who's done any sociology class, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. If your shelter, food, and basic needs aren't met, you don't care about the next mental steps and stuff like that. But the biggest thing is where you say the conflict of interest is. Mm And anytime you sit down and give them like a man these like basic needs, their pyramid is set differently than a female's pyramid ever is going to be set. Ah. A woman is always going to think that her mental state matters more than her outside state. Where a man is like, if I don't have my outside state, that's why my mental is messed up. Because that I'm niggas. But that goes back to like all the way back to where it should be. Females were taken care of a lot more back in the day than males were yeah and sometimes you get those sensitive dudes who females are compared to which he don't know she his mama and daddy was in his life he got to see how to be a man and how to be cut calling to a woman like a lot of my relationships i can admit don't work because i came from both i came from a broken home and i seen a good home my parents been married 18 years and i watched my daddy step in with a kid already there my mama doing everything. He told her, quit that job. I'm taking care of you, the kid. And then he went and bought seven. Well, he ain't buying But went and got six more. Because she wanted to stay at home and be a mom. That, that's a, I've that's never a, seen my parents man. argue. I've seen them laugh and like say little small stuff. And I can tell maybe there's been tension. Mm-hmm. Like now that I'm older. But they never argued in front of us. If they had a difference of opinion on how to raise us or I a thing that would happen to us. They would be like, we'll talk about this later. But my daddy was a man-man, and my mama was a woman-woman. See, okay, but okay, let, let, let's get to that. That shit is not okay now. No. But and that I, is fucked up, because you know what? No, so, let me finish, let me finish. Being a man-man is not, I don't know why, but being a masculine man, just, you know, like, just, I got it, like, is not fucking okay. Like, you feel me? I'm this, I'm that, I'm the shit. I'm big, I'm bad, I got my chest out, you know, ooh, who's gonna talk to me? Tell me but something. But that goes back to That's... loving yourself enough to know what you should. But, should but I ain't gonna lie, like because I've watched nowadays a lot of relationships. You don't gotta think you're attracted to be that. Attract you. I've watched a lot of hey, I can speak on this. My brothers attract the wrong type of females for themselves. Shit, they've been there. And I've watched it happen so many times because it's like I will see the bitch from the moment. As a sister, I'm like, this not gonna work. <laughs> How long is she gonna be here? Say, why the fuck you ain't tell me when you think? Hey, and even if I were, first off, I could tell you, but you know what? The other human flaw is we don't know how to shut the fuck up. Man, man, I wish because you know friends knew. We don't know how to. You know who got that problem real bad? Because like you know, real, real bad. That my relationship was fucked up to after I like broke up with the bitch and was still living with her, and she was pregnant by some other. See, I couldn't, couldn't dare, could not dare. Bitch, you on the streets, the streets, bitch, the scribe walk, cause you gone. The you pregnant with another nigga baby in my crib. You think I'm on the couch? You on the No 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 no. That was my bed. I she she on the porch, nigga. But you gotta learn another thing is you gotta learn that there's a difference of opinion. Don't ever out your mouth. I'm gonna teach you this right now, because I had to learn this. You'll never out your mouth say what you can and cannot do because the moment you think that you can put yourself in somebody else's shoes, God will put you in something worse. On me. 
No, so okay. I don't speak on my friend's relationships. The first time, whenever a friend calls this me, this past shit though. This is what I'm saying. Whenever a friend calls me in a current moment, first thing I ask them: Are you calling me to an event, or are you calling me for an opinion on how I feel? Another thing is, I always tell a person it's my opinion, but that's never that's never facts. I'm not where you are. You got, but I, I don't love like, that man like you love that man. I don't love that woman like you love that woman. You don't know what you can go through because I got called dumb as shit for years. Y'all done called me dumb as shit. Apologies. I have no, I have no hard feelings about it because looking back at the woman I am today, the maturity woman, I know some shit that shit. even I look back and be like, I would never, but I did. I don't know why. Yeah, I still don't know. Hey, I was dumb as fuck too. I broke up with her first. Nigga, I was retarded. And she got pregnant. Nigga, you was. I, God, Lord, oh, fucking God. Just, just. You couldn't get out the lease. Just pray. But the thing is, I really got to the point where, for me, that was. I don't ever speak out of my mouth. Another reason why I never speak out of my mouth because I never know what God could do for that person. And maybe that person might come back. I know I say no. No. I say I, no because the moment I try to, I, I say that I, she, motherfucker, that is me, about me, the most I, toxic I, thing I've listen, heard about in the listen, last week and listen, a half. Listen to what I'm saying. Damn, y'all not listening to the whole statement. When I say come back, come back not like, as far as that relationship, baby, come back. But you never know what you'll meet a person down the line. Prime example, we would have this through high school. Talked about this man like a dog. Gave him the draws. Talked about this man like a dog. We all like Loki. He, he was he was bullied tough in school. At this job opportunity, I really really wanted. I was gonna be making the money. I want. I had everything was fitting perfectly fine. I had good references. I had people already in the company. I thought I, I was a shoe in. I was gonna get out of the fuck dodge. Get into the interview and guess who's there? Who? Guess who my interview is? The the one who was getting bullied. You never know when somebody's going to come back into your life. When not when I say like not just on a relationship that ticks, but like he was just like doing a job, huh? And you know the crazy thing is we did not recognize each other until halfway through the interview. <coughs> Finally we recognized it. Nah, he read through that motherfucker resume. He was like, bitch, you went where? Huh? You know, he seen my high school. He was like, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh-huh, yeah, you want a job. And huh? literally, interview going perfect. <laughs> perfect. So he game. opened that motherfucker and looked at my high school and finally correlated who I was. Because mind you, you game, I huh? look the same from high school, oh, but I don't look the same from high school. Same thing with him. He didn't look the same from high school, but looked the same from high school. And it's just like, damn. I didn't realize that like I was not paying myself forward. So now I don't, when I end a relationship, I don't end it on toxic terms because you never know with that person. You might run into that person later down the line. Like, and you never know, like, the people you, you expect to be, right, and the people you do really expect to be in your corner, sometimes are going to drop the ball. They're not going to be there for you. But it'd be them complete strangers that you already took care of back in the day that got your back. Like, so for me, that's why I live on a philosophy of like how I am. And people call me dumb. I don't understand why you had these friends. I don't understand because I never know when I need. I might need that person. Another thing is forgiveness is for yourself. It's not for the person. I don't walk around with hatred, so I get to be a happy person. 
Yeah, never walk around with hatred. Say that again. Speak, come a little close. <laughs> Say that again. Forgiveness is for you, it's not for the other person. You gotta say it without and laughing because I, I know I said it kind of funny, but say it again, start off. Forgiveness is for you, it's not for the other person. Damn right, y'all. And I get to walk around being happy because I don't have the hatred sitting in my heart. Fuck them. Yes, sir. It's like, not fuck them, but it ain't no And I watch my them. enemies, I watch some of my main enemies have to be around me and have to fake smile, and I have a genuine one. And people ask me how I can live my life like that is because I know that at the end of the day, when I die, everybody in my funeral gonna say the same fucking thing. She was the bitch was crazy, <laughs> but she had a heart of motherfucking gold. And I know my enemy's gonna be on front motherfucking row, sitting right next to my friends as my friends. Like I want to knock this bitch's head off her shoulders, but I was the same person to the friend and the enemy. And you'll be able to bury me in fucking peace. Bitch, I wouldn't have said you crazy at your funeral. Like, <laughs> crazy, at the, crazy at the funeral? Like, I ain't gonna say that. Mind you, how you know you gonna die first? Like, what the fuck? We might go out in the rage of glory. We might fucking go out, you know, banging at the motherfucking police, nigga. You don't never know. Like, my visa said, but whatever way, like, I'm saying, like, everybody's gonna be able to say the girl's crazy. Yeah, man, Absolutely. Borden and drop some gems on this motherfucking <laughs> chat, man. man. And we're gonna have to split and splice and edit this motherfucker so y'all can really get the full of what the fuck she said. But we've been trying to get this shit together for a minute, and I'm glad y'all got a chance to sit here and enjoy this shit. We're gonna sit here and flame up another one of these dudes, but we gotta get the fuck up out of here. Love y'all, man. We gone. <laughs>